In this report, just some of the impossibly uplifting, stimulating, fascinating ways the car industry shot itself in the vegetables this week. I'm Julian Logan from AutoExpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap, but only in Australia. I had plans for world domination, of course, and then COVID. So, website, uh, card, do try to keep up. There's a good chap. I mean, dude. First up, Electric Jesus can do no wrong, by definition, obviously. Anything EJ does, it can't be wrong. That's the clever thing about running a cult. You're always on the right track, aren't you? But the heavily promoted Cybertruck has apparently been taken out the back and put in a forever box. At least here in Australia. And across most of the planet, let's not forget, Cybertruck's pre-order ability, your chance to reserve your very own Cybertruck, has quietly slipped from the Tesla Australia website. The Go Anywhere EV just won't be coming here. More on that in a sec. This report is sponsored by remote battery power specialists Bluetti. Bluetti has a flash sale on right now until midnight on the 23rd of May. So you've got two days, basically. Big savings right now on, in particular, one of my favourite Bluetti portable power stations, the AC200 Max. I'll put a link to my full review of the AC200 Max, kind of up there somewhere, and also in the description. Currently 400 bucks off too. And this thing is a flat out powerhouse. It'll deliver 2200 watts of power out. There's a pure sine wave inverter that gives you 240 volts out, like AC, just like a PowerPoint at home. Plus there's uh, several USB and 12 volt DC outputs as well, and even two inductive, like wireless charge pads on top for phones and tablets and things of that nature. Basically, if you need reliable remote power for work or play, this thing is a beast. It's got a 2048 watt hour battery and it'll drive a bunch of tools and or toys completely off the grid. Rechargeable by solar and or 240 as well. The AC200 Max is a real alternative to a hardwired dual battery set up in a 4x4 and you can just carry it onto your boat of course or into the shed when you need to. I've used three of these units now, the AC200 Max, the AC200P, which was the predecessor, although that's not what the P stood for, and the somewhat smaller EB55, and they've all been reliable, really high-quality workhorses. Check out the full review for more, link to the flash sale in the description. I really like these things, and hey, I don't endorse any products that I can't stand behind. Back to Tesla now and the ill-fated stillborn Cybertruck. According to Australian EV fluffing service, The Driven, it's not just us getting cancelled, okay, Cybertruck-wise. Reservations for the Cybertruck are no longer available anywhere outside of North America. 
The Cybertruck was, of course, memorably prick-teased back in 2019 when EJ himself highlighted the vehicle's unbreakable windows on stage by breaking them. It was absolutely perfect. That was, of course, about a year after the Messiah himself called hero Thai cave rescuer Vern Unsworth a pedophile as part of his tantrum therapy following Mr Unsworth declining Mr Musk's mini-sub offer. Mainly because the friggin' mini-sub was never going to do the job. Like, it just wouldn't work. And is it just me or... Are messiahs across the board just funny like that? They tend to lash out when the facts don't support their view of the world, don't they? Because Tesla is a cult and therefore doesn't respond to media inquiries, nothing is known about what will happen to the two and a bit-ish million bucks worth of Cybertruck deposits, which the cult here in Shitsville currently holds. It seems about 15,000 insufferably green, planet-saving bogan twats sucked on the Tesla Kool-Aid sufficiently hard to reserve their very own Cybertruck. <laughs> Dingo Piss Creek, here we come. Silent but deadly. What's the bet Cybertruck never happens? Even in Morocco, just like Hyperloop and, of course, the Tesla Semi, which was due in 2019, still waiting. And then in November of 2019, EJ declared the Semi would be in production in 2021 with complete conviction. Yes, because that's how you do it when you're the Messiah. Full self-driving cars just six months away, according to EJ. That was back in January of 2017. And one million robot taxis on the road by 2020. That was officially proclaimed to the faithful in April of 2019. Well done there. The road to being crowned king of Twitter appears to be paved with shattered bullshit promises. Elon certainly moves in mysterious ways. Ford Strayer has invented an entirely new bullshit word after deliveries of their new Ranger became constipated recently. There are Rangers on Shitsville-bound ships steaming Strayerwood, as we speak, if that's a word, but deliveries will not be until July now. Ranger Raptor, the full Lilliputian manhood compensator... Well, it's not going to get here until August. Blessing in disguise, perhaps. Apparently, COVID is the culprit here, as is the case in so many things. Lockdowns in China have compromised 91 suppliers and 393 ranger-specific parts, according to Ford. This is what I find hilarious, right? When some mouth breather in the comments tells me that they will not own anything, anything that comes from China. I'd suggest that it's flat out impossible to buy anything high tech that does not have significant numbers of Chinese parts in it, right? That's just how everything rolls. Those 393 Chinese Ranger parts are only the ones that have been compromised following the COVID lockdowns, right? That's not the complete inventory of Chinese parts in Ranger. 
According to Ford, in an April bulletin to its dealers, this, hey, it's not a delay. Deliveries have just been, quote, recalendarized. George Orwell would have been so pleased, don't you think? What a pity the supply of Ford's bullshit is unaffected by COVID. Quite the opposite, I'd suggest. Some quite ominous advice this week from my very good friends at Satan's official car maker, Three Prong. Stop driving immediately. I've been saying that at every opportunity for years now, of course. However, this advice follows the recall of almost 18,000 of Three Prong's historically biggest shitters, the ML, GL and R-Class. Gorgeous R-Class. From 2005 to 2013. Gotta love me a bottomless money pit. <laughs> That's like a complete list right there. Apparently, the problem this time is corrosion around the brake booster, which might result in it pooping its trousers any moment now. And if that happens, of course, you or your family or some other poor bastard in close proximity could die in screaming brutal agony or get, you know, maimed for life. We consistently set the very highest standards for safety and quality, regardless of whether this leads to a recall involving a single vehicle or a larger number of vehicles. The recall process will involve inspecting potentially affected vehicles and, depending on the results of the inspection, replacing the parts where necessary. Until the inspection takes place, we ask our customers not to drive their vehicles. So riddle me this, three-prong Batman. How do you actually get your shitbox to the dealership for its inspection if it is unsafe to drive? Asking for a friend. <sighs> to senior executive three-prong dipshits, I'd humbly suggest that instead of trumpeting this alleged superiority and quality standards setting, especially in the context of this recall being an example of exactly not that, it might have been nice of you to apologise for inconveniencing 18,000 people and their families because just don't drive the car for some indeterminate period is wholly fucked up and completely unacceptable. And what it serves to do, gentlemen, is that it highlights just how preposterously out of touch car industry executives are with actual people who own cars in this country and have to use them to get from A to B. Honestly, with these people, their heads are so far up their asses, frankly, that they can see breakfast both coming and going. Personal opinion. For the record, on this highest standard setting three-prong bullshit, okay? According to vehiclerecalls.gov.au, which is the new official online home for vehicle recalls, three-prong is at the top of the charts <laughs> by a mile on safety recalls with 349. That is massively ahead of Toyota in second spot with 210 
The big T is ahead of Ford only by a B's dick, however, Ford is on 206. And according to JD Power's 2022 US vehicle dependability study, three-prong was, let's be kind, below average. In fact, on JD's in-pamps poopy 2022 hit parade, Satan's official car maker trailed Kia, Hyundai, Toyota, Lexus, Porsche, Mazda, Mitsubishi, BMW, and even Ford, which itself only narrowly missed out on the Hades vehicle supply contract. The facts here. So fucking inconvenient. A few cars died this week, sadly. In addition to the stillbirth of Tesla's Cybertruck, the Holden Commodore has died for the second time. A feat which not even Jesus can match. Christian Jesus, not electric Jesus, obviously. The Vauxhall Insignia, Commodore's UK identical twin, separated at birth. The last and most cynical Holden Commodore, well... It got a call from Dr. Kevorkian in the disunited kingdom just this week, and that was it. All over, Red Rover dropped like a fart during the wedding vows. No plans for replacement either. Of course, the Opel Insignia, same shit, different region, it lives on, but for how much longer, nobody really knows. Unofficially, Hyundai has shelved its plans for a next-generation Sonata, too. Anyway, that's what's being reported in a reputable South Korean newspaper, and I guess there are two factors here. Mid-sized sedans are a dead segment, basically, except, of course, in the US, and Hyundai has a hard-on for EVs only from 2035. So I suppose that not developing a new Sonata could be a good way to bank another 300 million bucks or something. It just means retiring a widely recognised badge after 37 faithful years in service and 9.2 million global sales. Finally, there are rumours that three-prong will axe the A-class sedan, the B-class hatch and CLA wagon with base model shitters in the cheap seats there also copping a price hike. <laughs> Shit price promise. The company's focus will be more expensive cars, which is, of course, how things were in the 1980s and earlier. They've always been bad at building 50,000 buck cars, BMW and Audi also. So Three Prongs talking head, Ola Kalanius, is taking Benz back to its roots, liberating rich idiots from their wealth. <laughs> 